0: Yo, what up though? This is Esham and you rocking with the Connected Experience.
1: Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg and you rocking with the connected experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the connected experience.
0: Chill. Oh yeah, this is Jake Prince coming at you live and in living color. And you're rocking with the connect experience. Yo, what's up everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, aka T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should too.
1: connected i'm sj i'm aj and we the connected experience bro what's the connected experience the award-winning connected experience is the lifestyle our lifestyle a, a lifestyle. lifestyle i love that lifestyle yeah yeah. how that lifestyle been treating you my it guy always treats me great because it's like i get to meet people i get to plug people i get to be plugged into people who i find dope sometimes so it's just a it's a blessing to be able to be a trusted person because you wouldn't do this with somebody you ain't trust you talk about me no people. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. If I ain't trust you, there's no way that I would plug <laughs> a nigga with you. Yeah. and had to walk away and worry about hey, is he gonna stick this, this? I'm gonna take that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was listening to a um. All right, uh, I was listening to a podcast yesterday, dog, and they was my man was talking crazy about how he fucked up his his he, his music career is kind of fucked up because he's a well known robber and that type of stuff. Like people would hesitate to plug with yeah. in yeah, a i definitely wouldn't fucked up. if man. i know you because you rob motherfuckers yeah I there's no way i'm going to gonna introduce you to, you to somebody. somebody yeah so what's up you got a word yeah man my word is a uh, strength strength is a uh, excuse me strength is a uh, mental power force or vigor vigor you know what i mean because everything you do takes strength it don't matter what what age whatever you got to be perceived strong if you a kid just trying to take out the trash, the bag might be too heavy, right? right but then right. your dad or somebody just come pick it up, like, come on, what you doing? Right? But you exercising your strength. You giving it all you got, <laughs> and, <thinking laughs> yeah. and that's just how life works. You working hard as hell something somebody else. Arms out your socket trying to reach a meal. I'm barely trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got a music pick, man, yeah. and my music pick is a guy out of San Francisco named Larry June. Now, the homeboy, Curve Gotti, put us up on him because he know how much that we love the, the Bay. Man. you know what I'm saying? And he got a lot of problems. Projects. and when i did this outline i was currently listening to the out the trunk project and he got some records on there produced by Cardo got wings and the highlights from that album for me is uh, some records one of them is called smoothies in 1991 one of them is called mission bay and then 2002 s 500 bands yeah uh larry june to me is a perfect mix between mac dre and Andre Nicotina, which yeah. is Dre Dog for yeah, all the real yeah. uh, hip-hop San Francisco yeah. fans. But then I discovered that he just dropped another project Friday, which is a product of the Dope Game. So, See, I didn't even get a chance to listen to product of the Dope Game. Yeah, it just came out. Like That's yeah, what I'm saying. Because so this, this is a No Limit November release, so this is going to be... We just, just going to throw, throw it out project. there. Yeah, masterpiece yeah. style, just yeah. throw it out there. But I can't wait to listen to that because what I did listen to, you know what I mean? Like uh, just smooth rap fly nigga shit, shit you do, you know what I'm saying? It's no, he not dissing the listener. That's what it is, dog. <laughs> he's having fun uh, and having things and he's talking about know. his lifestyle, but not saying, but you can't do yeah, it. Yeah. Or you weak or broke because you can't do it. Right, yeah, so you he's, he's living a great life. The man. nigga say, first nigga with a point, from the point with a view like this. And I, I felt that. Cause because, point. Yeah, you get no, that. No, that. that's not why I felt <laughs> it. I'm gonna tell you why I felt yeah. it. Exercise some strength and let me talk. Okay. <sighs> I felt that because I done lived in the condo and shit downtown and looked out the window like, I know I'm the first nigga from the town to do this. First nigga from the town with a view like this. Yeah. And that's not saying you ain't never did it. Or you're less than. Yeah, I just, because yeah. You I just know it. that if we talking first, I did this. Well, we <laughs> did that together. <coughs> I oh, did it first? before you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You brought me in. You Thank, you. Me in. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, because yeah, I trusted you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for the trust. So uh, who we got in the house today, man? Man, we got a guest. Now, is the project out? It's not out here. Okay, okay, okay. Because I we got the, what was that, the single? We got the single. Yeah. We got the single. You know what I mean? But I was like, I couldn't find the full project. And I know you just had an event. It's, it's like, coming up. No, I thought that was this Friday that just passed. Nope. When is the event?
0: The event is this Friday. This, this Friday. Friday. Yeah, this you Friday. can say the date because this okay. will be out before Friday. So okay, what yeah, day yeah. is that? 11-15, this Friday. Yeah. Uh, Secret location. Yeah. yeah. Dilla's Delights. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to
1: yeah. tell you, I'm going to try to make the event right. Well, hold on, With hold my on. My wife's name Brent. is Britt. His oh, name yeah, is yeah, Brett yeah. Blake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's all right. That's where I get my name from actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My rap name. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna try to make the event, but it is my wife's birthday weekend. I already told yeah. Ding, like, dog, like, I don't know. Like, you know. Now the good thing is though, she like Underground oh. rap, rap, right. That's what I'm saying. This so, this could work perfect. perfect. Yeah, yeah, this could work yeah, perfect. yeah, so yeah. that's the good thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, tell us a little about yourself, Brent. First of all, let yeah. me say that the single that we heard, I enjoyed it. It gave me like a a type uh, of yeah like a hip-hop really, type yeah. of feel yeah you know what i mean and we always say it's two detroits when it come to rap mm-hmm. it's like niggas in the street who mm-hmm. rap because they got money and then mm-hmm. it's niggas who can rap real you feel what i'm saying and it gave me the niggas who can rap vibe soon as real. i heard it real. you know what i mean so tell us how you got into music
0: yeah uh, first off thank you for having me um it's warm you know in here yeah. got <laughs> <laughs> a warm welcome you know yeah, i got yeah. this hot ass sweater on but um uh man basically i've just been 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 making raps and making songs in Detroit for the last over ten years yeah um you know, as you just mentioned, you know you got the street side of it yeah. in Detroit, and that seems to be the the stuff that gets on um and I've just been kind of keeping my my head down when it comes to you know making music that's me yeah, you know, I grew right. up in the suburbs, I grew up in rochester Um, yeah. I came to Wayne state uh at seventeen years old, and basically when it came to um, you know, me getting into music, I just found art as kind of a, a, a way to make friends and and, and meet right.
1: people. Now explain to the listeners, because this worldwide, yes. what Rochester is to Detroit. Yeah.
0: So oftentimes people will talk about Detroit and not be native of, you know, Detroit, right? Right. Um so there's Metro Detroit or suburbs around Detroit. And uh my parents are Flint natives uh who settled in rochester okay and uh yeah and so it's uh, about 20 miles north is where great lakes crossing in pontiac your parents
1: were like were they in the auto industry like in the in the offices and uh, i asked that because you somebody coming from flint who would pick that uh, probably worked in auburn hills or something yep, like that chrysler yeah, tier yeah, one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. my, auburn my, hills my father like yep.
0: my dad um got got in with chrysler early and uh yeah that's that's how that's my flow yeah yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: so for the listeners like if we like we because we first of all we big on flint rap. yeah you know what i'm saying yes, that's that's yes, only third to red, the debate yes, and Inkster yeah. and mm. uh Like Uh, rappers before (laughs) Inkster (laughs) rap, yeah. But I'm just saying to you. But what I'm saying though is, Mm -hmm. when it come to Flint, like you know, I think that what happened in Flint with the uh, auto industry shutting down was Mm -hmm. like a a precursor. And if it would have worked out right, they would have tried that in Detroit. But I understand that. But if you high up, this is where we got to move because that's not close to be driving back and forth daily to work. Right. You know what I'm saying? So how was it growing up in Rochester?
0: I mean, it was, you know, um, my mom. I have a mother who's just really, you know, made sure I didn't date white women, white (laughs) girls. And white women called her or white girls called her house. She'd hang up on them, you know. So I was quick to find my tribe in Rochester and um, some of those people I still keep in contact with. And uh, but really, I didn't find my real tribe until, you know, I moved to Detroit and uh, and, and and met some of the best artists, I think. Now, nah, growing
1: up in Rochester, was going to college in Detroit. Like, how was that looked at mm. from both of your parents? Because even though they from Flint and this is a heavy street element, mm. it's places like Angster, Flint them small well flint not a small city but when you come from there it's like you got some street in you so your mom and dad probably got some street in them so to move to rochester would say i want to give my children a better life but now you like want to go to school in detroit right and this is like big bad detroit Like yeah. get, you or, know what i'm saying yeah
0: or just you know seeing family members on the weekend and, and then wondering you know why why does my school experience have to look different yeah, or yeah. you know so uh, wait a minute. Yeah. So did you feel like you was getting cheated out of the school experience? Uh, I did. I did. I, I had uh, definitely uh, approached my dad and mom. and I said, "What? what, what why we? Why we here? You know? Yeah. Why <laughs> yeah. can't I go to school with more people that look like me?" And right, that was just right. me at, at a very
1: early age. Yeah. Right. Because uh, did so? W- w- did you have an uncomfortable feeling? Because we grew up going to school uh, with white people. Basically, that's what we are talking about. Going to school yeah. with white people. Right. But. Rochester is rich really white, white people. Yeah. yeah, We went to school with like Taylor white people, which is like right. bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the barrel. Like if you it's from bottom t- of the barrel in Rochester too. Okay, that's that's what I'm trying yeah, to get at. Like yeah, because when yeah. you hear Rochester, you just yeah. it don't strike me as bottom of the barrel. But I never right. lived there, went there.
0: So. You got the university there. You got o- Oakland University oh, there. Yeah, okay, which been trying to get on with some sports recently. But other than that, you know, ain't yeah. nothing there. Yeah. Um, but it's money there, you know, and and so for me. I've been able to just, you know, navigate in a way, be authentic to myself right. and who I am and not necessarily lose or 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 dis disassociate myself from that, but really just stay grounded in in, in what I'm doing now. And so what I'm doing now is just really education-based. So I'm grateful right. for the education I received. Right. You know, Rochester Community School, shout out. But when it comes to uh, what I do now, I just put a lot of a lot of elements that I that I that Everything I learned. Yeah, right. that I grew up with. So let's talk about your first
1: memory of of hearing rap music. Mm. You know what I'm saying?
0: Man, so I got cousins in Flint, you know, um, who come from that line of Pac and Breed. And so when Pac was doing music and and touring, he would come to Flint and kick it with Breed. And so my family is tied in with Breed. And so I have a strong influence when it comes to Bay Area music. So when I first started saying I wanted to rap at like 13, 14, my cousin from Flint, Buffy, was like, hey, peep this E-40. You know? And play all his music. And at the time, I was like, I don't get this. I don't like this. Yeah, yeah, you you was listening too
1: slow. Yeah, I was listening. Right. So (laughs) I'm used
0: to like, so MC Hammer was like my jam. You know, Hove was my jam, you know, at at 13, 14 um, years old. So, you know, music has just always, you know, been in my family, been in church and, and whatnot.
1: So I'm about to tell you the craziest shit, right? Yeah. Somebody from lesser upbringings will say you don't deserve to rap mm. how did you struggle because mm. they always equate money with the struggle right and it was a struggle just getting comfortable being around all white kids in school because they right. don't get it right whatever i'm going through uh that's a black experience now get it right and i hate that because i try to uh, express so much to people two things right i never want to make it so much where my kid is the f- only Mm. so not, i don't want my daughters to be the only black people in school to, oh it's only 10 of them mm. no if we got to say it's only this ain't the place for us mm. right but i also don't want them to think that all black people grow up the, the same, same way, way you yeah. feel right. what i'm saying it's somebody starving somebody eating right that don't got shit to do with white and black because there's white people starving too but i'm only concerned with my daughters when they come to that because for some reason the world thinks black people are just all the, the same. same. Yes. You feel what I'm saying? And I and I just hate that because it's like, wait a minute, my nigga. Like my dad might have been a hustler to mm. make sure his kids was lawyers. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. We not all the same. I'm nothing like my dad. Because if he put it in your head, you're not gonna do this. Right. Right. But your dad might have been a hustler and said, but you got to take over the family business. Facts. You feel what I'm saying? And and, and stuff like that happened. And I just want people to know, like, all black people, not the same. Yeah, Yeah. The the black experience is not the same. So, like, even with your music selection, you say your cousin put you on E-40. So you go back to school and you you listening to E-40, but the school ain't listening to E-40. They they, they, they pop music. They pop rap, whatever is hot. So, like, when you start developing, when did you? Noticed that you you had something to say though Like for real like Because 7th grade was a big year for you Mm. In science class right Like your 7th grade science class was a big deal for you Because that formed a, a lifelong friendship With a guy but at the time like how did y'all connect? Did y'all connect on no, music? No, you know
0: what? We weren't on music at that point. I just knew him. I knew of him at that time. Right. Uh, we shared a class together. Uh, you were referring to uh, Brian or Mr. from Pasolacqua, uh one of my groups. And yeah, I'm happy you said that because yeah, I had no yeah, clue yeah, what yeah. that said. Pa- yeah. Pasolacqua. Pasolacqua. <laughs> yeah. Um
1: What does that mean? I can't let that Pasolacqua
0: pass. is the last name of uh, somebody we yeah. went to school with.
1: Oh, uh, and it yeah. was funny to y'all at first? Yeah, it was yeah. funny <laughs> at first. It
0: didn't really mean anything. So it yeah. was like this is... This is this is good. So uh uh yeah, so when when around that time, so 7th grade, that was like I feel like that was like Nelly era or like uh so you're pretty young man like i'm 30 i'm 32 so yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah i mean it was commercial rap at its fullest yeah yeah um, at its height at yeah. its height this is right? the 10
1: million dollars the 10 million album sales yeah, yeah yeah
0: so that's i mean and, and then bad boy and diddy yeah, yeah. you know and that whole resurgence after uh, uh biggie and then sean got locked up i remember just being being really big on that cameron uh sde yeah. all that um and so a lot of my influences came from not Detroit. It came or not Michigan. It was it was it was New York or um, or Flint. Right. Were you aware of the Detroit rap scene? How big it was? I at was the not. Time? I was okay. not. Yeah, yeah. I was not. Um the we had a local paper called the Oakland Press and I remember first seeing uh one below from Pontiac and then kinda recognizing that rap Used to scene be my first. next door neighbor for yeah. Yeah, years. Yeah. In In, 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 in Oh yeah. Yeah. wow. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah.
1: Like really next door neighbor. Like we like, must walk. we pray the grass. together, we walk across the keep an eye on the kids and all that. Like one below is one of the hardest working artists that I've ever yes. met in my life. Yes. Like, Straight, Straight up, touring, touring right, subterranean yeah. records. So I caught yeah. that yeah. early. So yeah. I
0: caught that and I saw that and I said, Oh, okay.
1: Like it's really people out here. It's
0: really people out here doing doing something independent and, and successful with it. Yeah. Um and so, yeah, so, so that's a big part of my model um uh, when it comes to the the educational base of hip hop. Um and obviously, you know, the the social justice. Now what did you go to uh, college for? Uh, I went to Wayne State for engineering. I got a full ride for engineering and then uh, I just said, fuck it. <laughs> oh, so
1: you ain't finished? I finished. Oh, I was I about to say, you ain't fucked the yeah. full yeah. ride. No, no, no. I finished. That, yeah, no. Now, how big was that in the household for you to make sure you went to
0: Huge. Huge. My dad is, uh, you know, very business minded. Um, uh, My mom's a social worker. So, you know, their whole thing was you going to graduate, nigga. And, yeah. And, right. now, are you the not a child? No, I got a little brother. Okay, so how
1: was your musical influence over your little brother at the time when you discovering mm. all the like cuz mm. to discover underground rap mm. such as a one below After your family is coming from a MC breed, knowing these, like you know what I'm saying. So like now your little brother is like you got to teach him about this music, you know what I'm saying? Like and then you start rapping. That's a heavy burden when you trying to mold somebody else's musical talent. Yeah, because not because he you mean musical taste? Musical taste because he might bring you something and you got to give it the same respect, but you might not. Feel it as much, right. so like how how was that growing up? Like you influencing his
0: musical taste? So major because my my brother he's eight years younger than me. He lives in Chicago right now, but Dilla is is, is, is he's a big Dilla head and he's a big fourteen KT head. And, yeah, you know um, he he's been able to be more on production. He so he makes beats. He can play piano. He can play drums and and horns and all yeah. that. Yeah. He don't rap though. He he's a little bit more like introverted yeah um so i i would say that uh that uh definitely it was a, a major influence on on the both of us you know just on how we grew up and who our cousins are and family are and we, i got a big family right you right. know when you have a big family you just have influences coming from everywhere left left and right you know left you go to down. the family reunion you know, in, in in the middle of Arkansas, and your cousin is is, is Mean Green in Little Rock, and he got a name out there. You yeah. know, and yeah, you talking um, about the
1: actual Mean Green DJ. Uh, he was kind of like a DJ. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was down with no limit, right? Mean Green was fucking with P for four. Maybe not,
0: maybe not that Mean Green. No,
1: yeah, he probably because he was this, new when you said DJ. He was, he yeah. was
0: more local. Um. But but he was yeah, popping. Right, he was popping. Right. Yeah, poppin'. So yeah. I recently went down there, and I, you know, they say you cousins with Me and Green. I say yeah, that's my cousin. They said, man, last time I saw Me and Green, he was picking up pallets. Yeah, but still doing this rap thing, you know, at yeah. 40, 45 years old. Yeah. So, um, Nigga sound like he was hating on you. No, right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. Man. I was like, well, like I mean, nigga you know, got a job. What's wrong in? with that? Yeah, <laughs> was he cashing in the pallets? Like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man.
1: Now, it's something that I noticed about you when doing my research on you. is like, you've been a part of these powerful groups, and this is your first solo effort that Mm -hmm. you're about to offer the world. So let's talk about being a part of uh, Coleman Young. Yes. Let's talk about that. Like, how did that come about?
0: Uh, That came about from being on the art scene, you know, at Wayne State and and just hitting open mics. So at that time, it was poetry nights, Monday through Monday through Monday.
1: That is how you know Pastor Garcia, isn't it?
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, that is how I know Dean. Yeah, Shout out DeAngelis. Yeah. Uh, so we were, I was going to those spots every night, hitting the mic, working out, you know, my craft and and experimenting with different flows and, and poems. Right. And so once I had, uh, once I had seen some other cats that was kind of rocking, we just formed a collective. Yeah. And that was essentially Coldman Young. We never really formalized it as a group, but we was like, let's rock these shows and um, uh, that kind of just just spiraled downhill. So I, I keep hearing you refer back to Wayne State. Would you say that Wayne mm. State gave you your your, your identity? Your definitely. I- your black experience outside of Flint. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And, and, yeah, definitely. Um, Wayne State gave me uh identity. Wayne State gave me resources. Yeah. You know, you're talking about you know a college, right? We right. sometimes think of just Wayne State as being in the city, but it's a it's a city within a city. Where the university right, yeah, is. Yeah. And uh so, you know, from that just came a lot of connections, people I still, you know, rock with, still rock with me, you know, ten years down the line. Yeah. So um, yeah, I would definitely say Wayne State was was, was essential in that. And then you mentioned Flint. So who were you listening to from Flint? Mm. Uh Dayton Family. We had, we had Booleg up here. Uh, that episode actually always built mm. too. You know <laughs> what I'm saying?
1: Like that, that's one of our episodes that for some reason people just keep going discovering back,
0: that. that. Yeah, yeah. Um uh, oh, Sheila. Uh, um, oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I know him. He used to be my one of the, 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 the guitarists. Yeah. To be my, uh, <laughs> my customer. Yeah. Man, what is
0: they called? Uh, Ready for the World. Ready for the World. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, when it comes to Flint, you know, from gospel to, you know, jazz. Yeah. Um, just incredible musicians, athletes. You know, yeah, Flint yeah. got some of the best athletes. So I was going to the, to the Flint games with Mateen and Mo Pete and, and Antonio Smith. Um uh, my grandfather would take me there like every weekend. So that yeah. was all all a part of my, my makeup and upbringing because my parents was definitely sending us to grandma and granddaddy house right. Right, every summer. weekend. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and every summer. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah.
1: So let's talk about like who you have become as an artist because now it's time for you to do a solo project. Why now?
0: Mm. Um, I just had a, a lot of life happenings. Um and and really it, it came a time when I just wanted to do for myself. I came from, you know, the Wolfpack mentality. I remember, mm-hmm. you know, I was a big Slam uh, magazine reader, big Double XL uh, reader, yeah. And I remember Double XL talked had an article, a specific article about uh, a Wolfpack, yeah. And like how the new regime in rap is the Wolfpack. So you had Rockefeller, you had Bad Boys, you yeah. had No Limit, and so for me, I saw power and running with groups right and so um there are some there's some some downsides to running with groups too right you got to split the money yeah you gotta uh you gotta deal with egos you gotta deal with more people so um I feel like right now is just a really good time because it's just you know like I said I'm just doing for myself at this point right and so being from two groups Mm -hmm. how Mm. how
1: does this work when when things are coming up, so you from Coleman Young, and mm-hmm. then could you say the name of that other
0: group? Uh, Passalacqua.
1: Passalacqua, like yeah. so. What role do you play in each group? So in I, Coleman Young, yeah, who are you as opposed to who you are with Passalacqua? Yeah. Because that's a duo, and then Coleman Young right. is more of a. A, a four man group. So, well, it's what more of a collective? Well, not a collective, group. not group, but it's four people. So, like, what roles did you play in each one of the situations?
0: Yeah. I would play. I played a role where you know I was savvy enough to rock a mic, right? But I was also savvy enough to make connections and and, and get looks and, and and really um act as an am- administrator for the groups. Oh, um, for both of them. For both of them. And so once I saw the formula with Coleman Young when it came to you know how things worked locally in, in music, yeah. I just you know just translated that over to the Pasalacqua side. Now what's um, the what's the
1: what's the gap between Coleman Young and Pasalacqua?
0: Um, I say with the four man group, you know, we're coming from a time two thousand eight, two thousand nine, where it was okay to have four MCs on one song, yeah. right. right, and where the the listener could digest that, um, and then. Aqua formed in around 2011 2012, and so I started kind of doing some things different when it came to formatting songs. Yeah. Um. So, you know, you listen to some of Colmeon's recent or or after Aqua, that's when I learned to take. You know, hey, we got to cut a verse. Somebody, everybody can't rap on this song. Right? Yeah, you might um, just have to say the hook. So you <laughs> yeah, own
1: yep. it, but you didn't get the you didn't get a verse.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So I I, I would say in both groups, just just kind of a contributor to the writing. Um and then a, a contributor to the to the admin stuff, making sure you know budgets was met and 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 bookings were. were, were and that's made.
1: very key. You said budgets were met because people look at independent music as just a free, it, it, throw, a free for all. A free We just throwing money at the wall. No, every project has a budget, so we can know if we made money, if we lost money. Is this even worth it? Right. Should I had put. Some of the money I put up to the budget for my own project. I got my own project coming out, and I <coughs> excuse me. I just hate the way people like don't take this as a business or a job. Like this is real deal. This like is this can change your life than anything that you go do. Yeah, especially if you put in your own money up. Yeah, because if it's your own money and you had to earn your money, then it's a different type of. I wouldn't say urgency. It's just a different type of respect for the dollar. Like people don't respect the dollar that they didn't work for and somebody spending on them. You know well, what people I'm don't. Said? respect it all all, I mean yeah but you know what I'm saying people don't respect it period because why else would you just throw it in in the air for no reason like that's a sign (laughs) of disrespect you know what I'm saying because no matter what you did if you thought it was easy money or fast money Mm, if you have respect for it, it is what it is it's just a tool it's It's just a tool you cannot build a house with nails and no hammer you know what I'm saying? You cannot build a wall with no drywall. You understand what in I'm a saying? Sense, yeah. and, and it's just people don't respect it as what it is. So yeah. that's where you see the the lavish habits. You know what, right. what I'm saying? Because uh, they don't understand, like, no, I worked for it. No matter what I did, I'm gonna treat it as I worked for it. You feel me? Right, right, you wouldn't right. throw your relationship, your your best relationship in the world, whatever it is, whether it's with your father or something, you wouldn't throw that in the air because you worked to get it like that. Like mm-hmm. I worked. To get this how it is, I'm not right. going to just fuck it up right. because it looked nice to you, you know what right. I mean? So, uh, going solo, are any of the people from your previous groups or collectives involved in making this project, though?
0: No. there's um, For the most part, they're serving as, you know, just listeners, as, as, as uh, you know, people who, tastemakers of their own to say, you know, nah, Brent, you know, I don't like that, or I like this, or you can go a different direction, or you can tighten this verse up. So really, you know, they're they're not on the on the project. Um, What's
1: the reception been like from them though?
0: Uh positive. You know, they yeah. say, saying some of it's my best work. You know, they just you know constantly encouraging me to say, hey, you always been cold. You know, you just, right, right, because you just gotta produce because it could be it's, it's 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 unmarked territory for you. Like people are familiar with you,
1: people like you as an yeah. artist, but like to hear a whole solo project from somebody that. Always as they have her with assistance. Not right. saying that's a bad thing, but that's right. just how. Well, that's just what a group yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That you, you some form of assistance and now you coming into your own. So when somebody like, so you say the guys that tell you, you should go in this direction, maybe it's like that would be the direction if we were doing this together. Like Fair. the, the yeah. direction that I'm going in is strictly because it's solo now. So I could, I could do rock and roll. Right. I can do anything I want because I'm finding myself as a solo artist. So how long did it take to um, put together the Seasons Change project?
0: Seasons Change took about, I think I started it in uh, early September. Um, and I, uh, it was actually, I ran into a producer. He's a painter. His name is Marlo Broughton. He's a painter by trade. And uh, he was like, why Why aren't you making music? And I said, man, it's not making no money for me. And he said, well, you should I, let me send you some beats, and I'm I'm not gonna charge you for them. And but I really would I like you to make hear make music, you. Yeah, yeah, I really want you to make music. And so, so it's safe to say he was a fan of previous work. Yep, yeah. he was a fan of previous work, and uh, he sent me those so, those batch of beats, and it, it inspired me to make a full project. Okay, so uh, before
1: he sent you them beats, how long had you been out of music? Like because. Like we used to uh, make mm. music, but when you a creative, you you really never really out of it, but you, it, you might have put your pen down for yep. two years or so. So how long was it? About when you, two years. And you said like, so during this two years, because I often find this happens to me even today, like when I hear music and it get me going and then I'd be like but I don't really want to do this. Yeah. I just want to enjoy listening to the music. Yes. I want to be a cuz I'm a fan of music. Like even as a rapper like when when I did used to rap and put out projects like I'm still a fan of music. So, I could say that I like Larry June or right. I like these people and it don't affect I don't care if people like them or not. Like when I like music, I love it. Like I really I be fans of projects more than actual artists and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But when I hear something that I like, it always take me back to like I wonder how to be if shit, if this song would have did this for me. Like, you know what right. I'm saying? So what type of music was inspiring you to be like, okay, I'm going to not pick up the pen, but I still I still love this shit.
0: Man, uh, I feel like we in a real good era right now when it comes to music. Um, so, you know, I remember getting my hair cut and uh, Barbara was like, you heard of this cat named Mick Jenkins? And I said, no, nah, not really. And he said, I feel like you would like him. And so I checked out Mick Jenkins and I, I could understand why he was why he that. would say that, right? So, you know, Mick Jenkins, um, obviously Kendrick Cole, J.I.D., um, Cassis is like it's almost like you, you got lyricists that come out of nowhere. Yeah. That that understand, you know, uh, a, a a listener can can only absorb so much, right? But I'm a I'm a I'm gonna hit it like this. To make you listen to it and to catch these lyrics, right, right. Um. So at the time where I've I've been in kind of just you know just not making music, it's I, I just feel like I've been a, a, a constantly around artists who who are just kind of like pushing it, pushing it. Yeah. What what was how did you feel when you made the decision that you was gonna put your pen
1: down, like, like mm. because that's that because sometimes you might not never pick it up again, like, right? Like so what what was the point where you said like you know what? I'm just gonna quit fucking with this. Like, what? What was the actual moment? Because I, I can, mm. you, I know that, like, you knew exactly when it was. So yeah,
0: like. yeah. I mean, so fortunate, you know, I've been able to tour off my music and travel, and so we happened to be, right? yeah, we happened to be in, uh, in Saint Nazaire, France, um, uh, doing a festival with Pascal and and uh, I got a call the day we were flying out from my my wife and her father had had passed. And I told Brian at that time, I said, man, you know, I just really got to put some things into, into to perspective because I think sometimes when it comes to great expectations, you know, it, they can be wiped away quickly. Right. From, uh, from, you know, something that you didn't see coming. You, right. you being blindsided. So when, when I was in France, it was cool. I, I don't know if I had bigger expectations, but I just knew that that took me down. And I, when I got back home, um, you know, I just knew I had to, just kind of, yeah. yeah, just kind of refocus a little bit, reshift. Now, it sounded like that might
1: have been the it moment, but building up to that, had you been feeling like that? Yes. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Definitely. And that, that kind of was like confirmation? Yes. Now, that was the confirmation The expectation sure. was, did you think the festival was going to be bigger?
0: I just thought, you know, I, I just, I felt like, you know, when it comes to that type of experience, I just thought it was going to be longer. Like, yeah. we was there for like three, four days, and then it was done. Yeah, Um, and then you know, on the last day to get that phone call,
1: right? Now, as far as expectations, like I think people hinder themselves with With expectations expectations. for sure because, like, with with, with things that I've done, like you expect it to go a certain way, you expect people to receive it, and it might take a little longer they might not receive it just then like and that really kills your your whole view of how things work and that Mm. expectation sometimes is why people stop pushing projects because like let's be honest like everybody want whatever the project is whether it's a podcast whether it's an album whether it's a movie Mm. everybody see they shit changing shit but how often do they think about what comes with the change like Juvenile, four hundred degrees only sold like four thousand albums that first, first week. week. Right, you know what I'm saying. Look at it now. Right, you know what I'm saying. So, like, what let, if they would have stopped? What if they would have stopped? Right, like four thousand. We was because they was doing more than four thousand before the deal. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. So to get the deal, you can imagine what they mm-hmm. expected to have. They thought the first week was gonna be platinum, like, and they like uh, first week sales back four thousand, but. Like, I just said all that to say this. Like, I don't think people should have expectations because that kills shit. Well, yes. especially with art, too. With, with, period, with art, but with when, when it comes uh, when to, it art, come to art. Because yeah. once you're done with it, you cannot say Jay, how I'm going to receive, receive it. it. Like, well, 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 I say, like, okay, if you do your schoolwork and you're doing it how it's supposed to be done, you you can expect the A. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. with, with, with art, it's like, what what if they don't receive this until five years later? It's still yes. art. It's still I did Fact. a good job so I think the focus should be more on doing your best. Right. Once you cuz once you toss it in the world, it's out of your hands, it's over. It's yeah. it's, it's gone.
0: It's, go- yeah. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. I think when it comes to that whole that whole uh uh um uh, circuit that the idea to travel and go to Europe, right? I seen Detroit artists, I seen Apollo Brown, I seen Clear Soul Forces. It's like they got a like a tour. And so when we just did one day and we was going back home, I said, Oh, we ain't do this right.
1: I'm about to hit you to some heavy gang. Yes. You're not from Detroit. Fair. You feel what I'm saying? Fair. How many Rochester artists took it that? You feel what I'm Fair. saying? Fair. Because when and that wasn't a diss, no way. No. But what I'm saying is think about this though, about how many Detroit artists or Rochester artists never been. Yeah, out of their neighborhood. Oh yeah, I off of their street. Right, ready. you feel what I'm saying? Right. Like again, it's hard to compare and contrast. I'm glad uh, you
0: said that. I'm glad you said that because again, that's just my thinking. Right. Yeah. My thinking was, oh, we about, we about to go to Saint Nazaire, France, and then we about to go here, and then we about to go here, and then we about to go. just the way that's just the way things have been operating. For, uh, for what you too. have been seeing, yeah, but but you also got to think
1: about it in the sense of this is what when I see it, this is what I've been noticing. I don't know the first time they actually went. I don't know, like Facts. you, you, you know what I'm saying, like. Yeah. And then to be a rapper to do one show overseas, that's huge. That, that's huge. Like Facts. like just that's period. Huge. That's you, right. you in another country that. Their primary language, not English. And they so, there to if see they you. come in to see you, that might be the only English they know. Real. You feel what I'm saying? So, but like, I can also understand why right. you looked at it from a yeah. certain way as well. But like in hindsight, you like, wait a minute, I'm from Rochester, which is which is a plus for 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 what I'm about to say. I'm making history hmm. because. I'm the first person that I know from Rochester that raps that's here. I'm the first person that went to such and such high school. No, me and my mans who went and met in seventh grade is on tour in France. So now it's like we're the first group to do that. I'm the first black rap artist. He's the first white rap artist or whatever. Like, so now that you, when you tell your story and you can see it from a different perspective, like, because I'm putting on, I'm, I came from Rochester to the Detroit rap scene. Right, you know what I'm saying, which is a big deal now that we look back and all. The, and like Mike Phelps, you in a group with him, and you in, a, you know what I'm saying, you doing all this work. All these people, Apollo Brown, Clear Soul Forces, they know who you are. You had to come to the scene. You know what I'm saying. So, because we came to the Detroit rap scene from Inkster, so we know once they find out you're not from Detroit, yeah. it's you gotta earn your spot on the scene. For sure. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So. I think like when you decided to put the pen down, it was just like I, everything has its time, so you could like sit yeah. back and reflect. You know yeah. what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, and it's it's, it's there's no sure model to it, yeah. right? Yeah. You yeah. know, um and I know on Apollo, and I know I seen Clear Soul Force's first show. You know what I'm saying? Um uh, So I seen I seen their model work for them successful. So to your point, you know. I just have to be comfortable with my model, yeah.
1: right? Yeah. How, now you said your wife. How supportive is she with the music?
0: Very supportive. Um. In fact, you did know, did she, she
1: tell you to pick that pen back up?
0: Yes. She she told me to pick that pen back up. You know, she's been encouraging me to. She encouraged me to get out to this podcast. She's taking care of the baby. Yeah. Um. So you know, I'm just I'm grateful that that she's been able to kind of just. Not, not like dominate. You know, sometimes we have people in our lives that want to dominate what we do. Yeah, she just like, hey, you know, she
1: I'm, know that make you happy. Yeah, that make you a better person pursuing. Yeah, music. Because even if you sold a million records, you still pursuing it because right. there's a
0: such thing as going diamond.
1: Right. So you still on the pursuit, and that that mirror is the mirror of most artists life even though they try to hide that shit right. and all of that like no like I'm 37 I want to hear music that reflect my life right. you feel what I'm saying even if I was selling drugs at 37 I don't want to hear about it all day I have to live with this all day you feel what I'm saying but I want to hear about people who got big influences from their home base like a wife who makes sure I can get out so she take care of the baby that touched me more than the nigga saying he flipped seven birds sure. you feel what I'm saying And I feel like as we grow, the music need to grow. You know, and a lot of artists don't do that. So if I find an artist who I could press play on two years ago, I know he went through some growth in his life and not a music reflect that. That's what I want. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. And a lot of artists. And you know what, though, to add on to your point to that, I think, oh, like, okay, so rap is not a young man's game as much as people (laughs) try to make it. Right. So I'm we 37 years old. I have nothing in common with a 19-year-old who's a 19-year-old new rapper. Mm-hmm. A 36-year-old new rapper could come out and be rapping about more stuff that I have in common. And mm-hmm. it's more 36-year-olds that's gonna gravitate to that than that's gonna gravitate, gravitate to the 19-year-old. So I don't think people should stop. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. pe- people like, oh, I'm too old to rap. How are you too old to rap, bro? Yeah. Like, you too old to rap and act like you 21. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? You right. too old to be. Pretending to be a young man, like right. who's gonna guide us through this in rap music if once somebody gets to a certain age they too old to rap so so we must be too old to listen to rap, man. yeah <laughs> you so, know I'
0: saying I was at a show recently with Mike Phelps, and uh it was a couple cats uh i I don't wanna mess up the name, but my man's was they was doing flips on stage, yeah, you know and and just killing them with all the dance moves. Right. right. I looked at folks. I said, well, "What we about to do?" How at, can we? Yeah, yeah. At 31, 32 years old, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and we rocked it, we did our thing, but it was just no. It was no <laughs> way <laughs> that you could go out there that, Yeah, and they had the crowd. It was like it was like as soon as they got done off, off the stage, like about 50 people left. Right, yeah. right, right. So, you know, it's it's eye opening when you see, you know, one A generation under you but then like three generations under you right you know which is what i see now right and uh all i can be is 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 supportive of of a lot of the younger artists that are trying to do you know what they believe in and what they feel is natural because i was i was that that, artist i was doing that too i'm a i'm an artist who
1: i like i love young artists i love the 15 year olds and the 16 year olds that's capturing like don't be too grown bro because right Okay, I'll give, I'll give you an example. If you 15 and you talk about murder, murder, kill, kill or whatever, and then you run into a 37 year old seasoned murderer mm. and this is the only thing they know about you, now they have to end your 17 year old life because right. of what you're talking about. Right. But if you 15 and you talking about 15 year old shit, I want my nieces and nephews that's 15 and shit to listen to that. I, if the 15 year old is talking about bitches ain't shit and the 37 mm. year old is talking about bitches ain't shit then we fucked up. We fucked up. <laughs> we we uh, fucked up. They the women in their life. Yeah, we you fucked up. You can't possibly, I mean I look at it the same way like you can't say bitches ain't shit and then say your mama the fa- your favorite person. She's a bitch to somebody, dog. You yeah, feel what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like you can't say niggas is trash and then be a daddy's girl. You sound stupid. He's a nigga. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Like we gotta stop it. Uh, so how many uh, songs on the project?
0: I got twelve on the project. How many you recorded for it? Uh, eleven. Yeah, <laughs> eleven. Yeah, yeah. What you got? The intro. Uh, n- outro.
1: Outro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who some of your influences now when it comes to the music?
0: Mm um right now when it comes to the music i like i like what's happening right now in the city i like um some of the collaborators on the project uh doc ellingsworth uh from detroit city um easy jackson from baltimore uh who i was able to tour with um i got some, some vocalists um yeah. i wish i could sing i can't yeah, yeah. yeah. at least but you, know. Yeah, at least yeah, you yeah, know yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um uh, my wife always be like mm, nah. no that we, ain't it. You gonna need somebody to do that part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, yeah. right? And uh so uh Roth Razor, uh Detroit native, okay. Gully GQ, Detroit Native, um are, are doing some vocals for me. And so when I hear their vocals, it just you know, I, I just know when they when it when I hear the final mix, it's all gone just now, bleeding, did your like brother I do I any production? He did, he did the first track. I'm gonna make sure y'all get the whole folder oh, okay, before okay. I leave here. Okay, okay. Yo. So
1: who did so yeah. your first single was called What?
0: what? Uh, now is that the single, or is that just I, something we heard? So I, I, I I'm not sure Duns. what y'all heard. Yep, uh, Dunes, 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 um, with the scratches on it. Yeah, that's by DJ Cage. Um, and then Seasons Change is the title track. Yeah, and then I got a track called Hustle Matters. Yeah. Um, and Hustle Matters, I'm, I, I would like to kind of just push as a single. Um, just kind of motivation music. Yeah, my uh, god brother owns the 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 trademark and the apparel brand. Hustle matters. Yeah, and so I just wanted something to just just connect to me, right? Right. Um, right. I get up every morning, you know, brush my teeth, put on my pants, and and uh, I just got a new job. Hallelujah, uh, because uh, it was looking bleak cuz I got my layoff papers while I was on leave. Yeah. It's <laughs> always the worst. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So so hustle matters means a lot to me right now. Um mm-hmm. How many how many visuals go accompany the project? Man, I would love to shoot maybe like
1: 2, 3. Yeah. yeah, so hold on, I got a question that a lot of people often don't ask who did the
0: artwork. Uh, um it was shot by I got a um it was a photo from Cyrus, Cyrus B, a young cat, young photographer. Um, and then then my wife did a little design work with it. Yeah, yeah. family yeah. business. Yeah. Family business, yeah. yeah that's yeah. yeah.
1: So um what was you saying before I'm sorry, I had to cut you off. Oh no, I was gonna say, uh like a lot of people abandon projects too early. I just get the feeling from that first song, you gotta push this as long as possible. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a lot yeah. of artists because of expectations just Ah. abandon it like oh it didn't get no you feel what i'm saying if you get one person who you don't know to listen to something that you created it's a winner to me bro you feel what i'm saying but just from that first song like push this product push it till the wheels fall off and then put two more wheels on it and keep going because people abandon stuff way too too early early. you know what i mean especially like i mean the the long and the short is the people who uh come from this area who uh, don't do street rap, is mm-hmm. what they call it. They usually work and, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. 9 to 5 is 2 to 10. So they be like, right. man, I can just go to work. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? And and I- same, <laughs> <coughs> it ain't the same, man. It ain't the same. I don't care what you do, rocking that crowd ain't the same as going to work. Because this is what you want right. work to be. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? And, I, I mean, I just know. If you don't sell dope or a hell of a scammer and you putting your own money into something, you get to looking at it different. Like, damn, Mm. that costs 500 bucks. Ah, This art thing costs a
0: lot, especially when you want people to have a good experience with your art. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. 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 And
1: then you don't even want to spare no expense because the, (laughs) the, the truth of the matter is people who have less take it more serious. I can't let that artwork come out looking like that. Like, that looked like I didn't spend shit on it. And right. then a nigga with it, like, shit, it don't matter. Fuck it. You feel what I'm saying? Right. We see it all too often. Do you yeah, feel me? Yeah, right, right. Like, right. we see it all too often. So, go ahead. so, uh, when, when did the project drop? Like, how, how, yeah. how are you dropping it? Like, are you
0: dropping it on a digital? Yeah. I'm a, so, I never done digital. You know, is a lot of the stuff we've been pushing has been all hand to hand CDs or Bandcamp or, you know, uh, what have you. So, it'll be the first time I'm trying to get something on the platforms on, iTunes. I'm trying to yeah. get I'm trying to get to the to the girl that be like, Oh, I don't listen to it unless it's on right, Apple right. Music or, yeah. you know, Spotify or whatever. So Title. Yep, title. I'm gonna release it on um all all the digital platforms and then I would like to accompany it with a type of like general public release. Yeah. But, you know <laughs> the yeah. way life's set up sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Let's I say. always
1: encourage independence even if it's just 250, just had some physicals. Cause then you will mm. see your money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you sold two, if you sold 20 in one week, you like, damn, I'm popping. You right. feel what I'm saying? Like yeah. 20 album sales. Yeah. And, and I touched and the money. I touched the cash. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Now I could go put it back in a video or something. Yeah. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Because yeah. I am not a fan of uh, digital uh streaming streaming platforms because it's just it's raping the artist. Yeah. Somebody making money is just not the artist. So right. that's the only way I feel like an independent to see some money and, and to make them keep doing it. Yeah. Like you, If you only got a 250 and you sold 20 in one week, that's momentum. I could just sell. Right. To, now I'm going to try to sell 21, 25, yeah. 30. You feel what I'm saying? Then people going to start talking about it because one thing about good anything, it sell itself. They it just, just like got to get to the right, right hands. hands. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Even when it comes to press and play on the digital uh, platform, somebody got to say, if you ain't putting no money with if you ain't spending no money with them, of course, all the record companies, that's why all the singles and shit up there. But somebody gotta say, Dog, no, <coughs> I'ma send it to you and then now you go and see what what else they it got and then who else they was with it. Oh, that's that you know what I'm saying. People so, love
0: merch. People love hand to hand. Um, you know, so people love physical things. Yeah. They trying to take the world from being a physical world,
1: which you can't do. It's right. just, like, it's just never going to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just bought a brand. I mean, I just, uh, jumped in a brand new truck with a CD player. And this mm. is what the nigga said to me. Do you want a sunroof or do you want a CD player? <laughs> and he started laughing, right? And I said, yeah. I said, duh. So he, you know, he was a like, sunroof. duh. And you want a sunroof? Yeah. No, duh. Right. I want the CD player. What right. are you talking about? Like, yeah. he like, you will pick a CD player. I said, bro, the car got Windows.
0: Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Oh, like yeah. the yeah. car
1: got Windows. Like yeah. I'm going to buy a CD and put that bitch in <laughs> and ride around yeah. because I love the physical aspect. Like lately, I just been looking for shit to find to keep. Like I, I want to buy the CD. I want the shirt. Like mm-hmm. I don't even wear the band new- yeah. merchandise. Yeah, I don't even wear band merchandise for real. But I got shit. You right. know what I'm saying? Like I, I got a- I got records that I love. And I got a record player But I won't play the record I'm like This is too yeah. Precious to play Like you right, know what I'm saying Right, right. You know I was gonna autograph The Michael Jackson Bad yeah, album I got yeah, And sell that bitch On Ebay But <laughs> Nigga told me They'll come get you for that You're a dirty motherfucker <laughs> man. They will They'll come get you for Mike that Mike Jack yeah. people come get you No so, that's, <laughs> Nigga that's for, for fraud. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. frauded yeah. the nigga oh. Out the money <laughs> <laughs> I, was
0: dirty,
1: I was gonna have Like murder. a whole story Of how I got it signed. Like a company with it They was gonna be like What <laughs> but you a shady ass nigga, son. But you didn't go through it. I didn't it. go through but it. I thought, thought about it. Right? Never so I never in my yeah, life yeah. thought about it. You, you, you ain't got a record? You ain't got a broom, nigga. I got a Slick Rick record no, That's you never thought original. About a Michael Jackson record. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. But yeah, so I got all these records and shit. I got Ghetto Boys records that mm-hmm. ain't never been opened. I got all this shit. And I say to my daughter, because I got a three year old, I'm like, one day this is going to be yours. Please find out what's so important about this before you A, open it. And ruin it <laughs> or be decide not right. to open it. Right. Like find out why this was so important. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can't do yeah, and you can't do that with if you just streaming. Right. Because in 10 years, streaming not gonna be a thing. You, you, they gonna have something new. <laughs> yeah, you know They're gonna mean? be zapping the shit to your joint. Like, yep. yeah. So in 10 years, streaming not gonna be a thing. We might even go be able to find some of this shit because yep. there's gonna be no physicals. Like, think about this. Niggas don't even got masters of their projects anymore on a, like, a physical, a, a, a physical thing that says right. master. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you got to put them physicals out there, bro. Like Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, we always encourage that, you know, because uh, the physical is where it's at. You feel what I'm saying? Like, what you got, a son or a daughter? I got a son. He got to have one for yeah. when he get up. Yeah. Hey, the, back when you was zero through... One, this what I was working on. Right, you feel what I'm saying? He gonna be like, damn, you really care about this? You feel what I'm saying? Like, like that's just shit you can't do at your job unless you use your hands and build shit. Right, you feel what I'm saying? I can't, Uh. I can't show my daughter what, like. When I was the best manager in retail, I can't. Well, I got plaques and shit. But what if I didn't? You know what I'm saying, though. I can't say when this this when I worked here, I did this. I would have to say that, and then she got to take it at face value. But no, it's 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 right here and writing. So this what I was doing. Like I still got CDs for her and my little daughter. You know what I'm saying. And my little daughter don't even know I used to rap. You feel Mm. what I'm saying? I've been put the pen down by the time I met her. But it's like no, this me and your uncle. You feel what I'm saying? Like and one day my oldest was like over my mama' so it's her grandma' house. So it was man born to her. And she got her iPad and she was like pulling up articles and shit on all hip hop about us and shit. And I said to my wife, like, that almost made me cry because, first of all, like, what did you do? Just Google our rap name? And like, she's sending me pictures and shit, like, what, what's this? Like, when y'all do this? And I'm like, that's wavy for you, but I'm happy you found that.
0: And probably fascinated by it too. Right? Yeah,
1: because to me, I'm just daddy, but it's yeah. like, no, that's a big, history. yeah, like, that's a big deal, like, to Google some shit and some shit right. come and even up. Even when now, like, everything that we do, like, because his daughter got uh, both of his daughters got his initials, and my hmm. daughter got my initials. You know what I'm saying? So, anytime we invest in something as far as this entertainment wise, we just use initials. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if I, like, say, we, you're like, man, I want you to executive produce this project. Well, the executive producer got to be S.L. Jackson. Because right. when I'm gone, S.L. Jackson is my daughter. Right. And now she'll be like, how how's my, my initials <laughs> on all movies, books, all of this? That's mm-hmm. because, boom, now, you don't got to get in the entertainment to be like, damn, that's what my dad used to really do. Like, think about this. You got a document of something your son could go back and listen to mm. years after you gone or you you know what I'm saying? And he could be like, OK, that's my dad. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? And I value all of that. Like, even with the podcast and I talk about my daughter podcast when when we be podcasting, I talk about her so much because if something happens to me. And you 15, 16, and your mama play these things for so you, going to be like, "Oh damn, my daddy was really fucking with me." Yeah, when, when, yeah <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a living record. Yeah, like, like you you my know? daddy was really yeah. fucking with me. Yeah, and people gotta do shit like that Man. because once you had kids, bro, it become about the kids whether you like it or not. Right? <laughs> like, like straight up, every move it's become true. about the kids. It's you know true. what I'm saying? It's true. And, I wasn't okay with that. At one point, like, I wasn't like. But I'm a man, so I can admit that. Yeah. Like, when you like n- now you really got to go to work to feed your kids. Like that. That's different. That's different. Like if I don't go to work, I could just go grab a, a hot and ready. Yeah, like, a coney exactly. dog. But it's like if I don't go to work, this nigga might not eat. <laughs> right. And I can't tell him. Daddy my tried. Bad. Yeah. You right. Know what right. Shout out to Don Tripp. I can't look at my kid's face and say, "Well, trip. Daddy tried." You know yeah, what I'm so. saying? So who your favorite MC right now before we get up out of here?
0: Uh you know, I I, I just uh was listening to Boogie. Yeah. Uh I really like what Boogie did with his last project. Um You yeah. talk about Westside Boogie? Yeah, Westside yeah, yeah, Boogie. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. one of my favorite, definitely. All right. Uh, now.
1: So spit something and let him know like when you see him, you got bars for him. Sh-
0: Man, spit some. Um, preferably, <laughs> <You said what? laughs> preferably not on the album. You said what?
1: Preferably not on the album because I want to play the ad. I want to play the album. Like, oh, he went. But if Shit. that's the only thing you remember, no. Nah, but he an MC. I no, yeah, yeah, He, nah, nah. he looked like one of the MCs that he got. I, he say,
0: got uh, I say gunshots blow up rainbows. Anglo Saxons talk with unfamiliar accents. Tar babies born with rage. So the cops pop to a day like niggas is made of aspirin. Before the crack hit, before the backflips, the mind freed itself like the ghosts in Pac-Man. Everything was sweet and saccharine, life offered more than just money and pussy to black men. Snacking on bags of crackling, licking red fingers, writing rhymes on the back of napkins. That's when rap was a hallucinate, niggas spit what came to mind. It wasn't a bunch of rules to it, captivating to the mind. Something like illusionist, I'm losing it. My mama said, baby, get your marbles off the flow," but my marbles in the flow. So I'm going to keep on rapping till I'm in. Rochester with the marble in the flow. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and how often do you go back to Rochester? Man, like, my parents still live out there, man. So right, in right. fact, um, I got to take the baby up there today. Right, <laughs> that's tough. Going to I happen. wanted to bring the baby and the wife here. Yeah, you could already going north, but yeah, um,
1: you could have. Yeah, you, we family friendly. Yeah. The, the conversation yeah. just get you know. You feel me? No, no, I appreciate words. I'm, I'm on
0: y'all, man. I'm on shop talk, man. I'm about to I'm about to about to do my research, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We appreciate
1: that. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So tell the people how they can get with you.
0: Um, I just got a new website, the blacksmith uh dot shop. The without the C dot shop. I got some some merch, some shirts, some stickers, um, and then also uh digital copies and now soon physical copies of CDs I'm gonna get back in my bag and my C D bag. That yeah. that's 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 gonna be that's yeah, people appreciate that too. Yep. You know what I'm yep. saying.
1: And uh, what about the social? All I can get all yep. the socials. All
0: socials is uh, at the blacksmith uh t-h-e-b-l-a-k-s-m-i-t-h
1: okay okay and then if people want to get with you how they get with you if they want to get with me they can get with you but they'll use uh pr at org. that's pr at org. and when you hit that email you can tell us how much you like the show how much you hate the show how much you want to be a part of the show if you want to advertise on the show what you like and what you don't like and you know what uh Hit us up and just let us know how y'all feel if y'all got guests that y'all want to hear on here. Now we don't do call in interviews. So if you want we don't do any interview. Right, right. We don't <laughs> do call in conversations. So if you want us to interview, I mean, kick it with somebody that's from your town or whatever, put us in contact with them and we'll try yeah, our best to make something happen. We, we'll see if it's feasible for us to meet in the middle or whatever. Because uh who fucking with us hard is is it Concord, New Hampshire. Like uh, number one crazy. market, yeah. yeah was number two market outside of Michigan, but Concord, New Hampshire. Like that's crazy. I yeah. looked at that like. Yeah. yeah. So whoever what? in Concord listening, hit us up. Let us know who you are. If y'all listening, uh, because y'all heard about us on Instagram, or y'all don't know about us on Instagram, how could they get at us on Instagram? Uh, TCE Pod on Instagram, TCE Pod on Twitter. You understand what I'm saying, like talk to us, we talk back, well, it's me, it's AJ, AJ, you yeah. know what I mean, yeah. and it's always a pleasure to find out who's actually listening, you yeah. know what I mean, because when I seen that, I'm like, New Hampshire, like, that's wild, and, uh, and and it's it's satisfying to know that they discovered it somehow. Yeah, yeah, so uh, I'm SJ. I'm AJ. I want for my brother what, what I, I want, want for myself. myself.